Hello, everybody. I am so happy and excited and grateful that you have chose and clicked and have took the time to take this podcast a chance. This is my first episode in podcast ever. And I hope you stick around because I think we're going to have such a great time. So for starters, let me introduce myself. My name is Pamela Chavez, but I also go by the name as Mila. So you can call me either one, but for the sake of the podcast, I will refer myself as Mila because that is sort of my I don't know not necessarily a persona but I would say like your girl you know your homie your big sister someone that you can talk to I am here and I will say this (laughs) I have hesitated so many times going back and forth back and forth as to whether or not to create my own podcast. Because I will say, I know that I am not a professional public speaker. I am very shy in person. I don't like to speak in public, you know, give speeches, even, you know, as a college student, I have dreaded so much raising my hand and participating in class or doing class presentations. Um, It really does take a lot out of me to, you know, speak up and, and give my two cents sometimes, even if it's a topic that I am passionate about. However, speaking of passion, I have noticed that there are topics and just so many things that I'm very passionate about to the point that I can go hours and hours talking about it but I do better when there's no pressure and being graded on like a class project or being evaluated like a job interview so this podcast I feel like and I hope you've Feel it too that this podcast is to create a community of just talking about topics that you know we kind of either talk about it because someone brings it up and you're kind of cornered of like dang I have to say what I have to say and you don't know how people are going to receive it or sometimes we can be ashamed of having these conversations because they can either be controversial or depending on our upbringing have caused us to be ashamed to talk about it. So I hope you know that this is a safe space to just say what's in our hearts and share experiences. And I think that is one of the coolest things about podcasts is people just talk (laughs) honestly um 
about their own experiences and what they're passionate about and you know whatever you say you know of course if you say in a respectful manner you know we're we're not going to be out here in the comments you know be mean and bully one another and put each other down um especially for women i grew up experiencing you know seeing other women as threats and i know a lot of women can also testify this that we are raised to see each other as threats and instead of kind of like what cardi b said instead of wondering oh why is she out here doing these great things or why is she the chosen one but why not me like what's wrong with me and instead of seeing it that way we should rearrange our mind and seeing that situation of how can i be on her side and how can i support her because let's be honest women <laughs> we need each other because the world is just not ready for strong women and have always tried to put women down and of course you know i'm not saying that men are these horrible creatures absolutely not however by the lack of women being empowered and having a safe space to do so it is important to have each other's back so i just want to make that clear of especially for women to also have a safe space however this podcast is not just for women it's for all kinds of people you know there are going to be topics that i will be discussing that either you can relate to or maybe not and sometimes not being able to relate is actually a good thing because i hope that this opens your mind of seeing different perspectives and different point of views of there's not only one way street to certain things so speaking of only one way road let me introduce myself again <laughs> again my name is Pamela Chavez and I go by the name Mila I am 27 years old I know a lot of women are afraid to say their age, but let's change that. You know, let's change it. I think every year is a blessing and a new opportunity to grow and be better than what you were last year. And I think with age, I hope you also gain wisdom and confidence that you are someone that no one can copy you are you and your experiences and your body and just who you are as a person there is no one like you so i think we should embrace every year that we celebrate our birthday because honestly you are here for a purpose 
And of course, not to get all mushy and gushy and be like, oh, you're here for a purpose. But yes, you are. And I hope you know that. And I also hope that with this podcast, you can find your own purpose. Because, honey, I am still trying to figure that out, too. My own purpose. And I think just talking about the things that I've been ashamed about or been insecure or whatever, I hope that we can, you know, bond with that. Our insecurities, our flaws, our embarrassment, our shame, and and, and create something beautiful. As in, like, dang, I'm not the only one experiencing this. So, I am 27 years old. My parents are from Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Mexico. And the reason I say that, because if you know me, I'm always just so proud of being a Chicana. A Chicana is, or Chicano, as for male. Male is for Chicano, and female is Chicana. Is a person that was raised in the United States of America, but with Mexican immigrants. So, I am first generation Mexican-American. I am the second child out of four children that my parents raised. Um, And I'm also, that we know of, the only one in my family with a disability. And my disability is called osteogenesis imperfecta. Wow, I know, it's a mouthful. Basically what it is, is a genetic bone disorder. Uh, Some people call it a disease. Some people call it, I don't know, a birth defect. Whatever you may call it. And basically my bones are fragile as heck than your average Joe person. Now, there's different types of osteogenesis perfecta. Mine is kind of not 100% um, narrowed down, diagnosed, because when I was diagnosed, it was in the 90s. And a lot has changed since then. There's a lot more information now. There's more information about bone treatment and how... Humans are developed in the womb and genetics and all kinds of stuff. You know, a lot has evolved in the medicine industry and the health industry and all that jazz. And so when I, when I was born, I was diagnosed with type 2, I believe. I think it was type three, 2. Yes, I was type 2. Um, but recently, uh, with my new orthopedic doctor, he said that I am type 3. Um, I was supposed to get diagnosed again last year. And what I mean by diagnose is, diagnose is, um, of, of course, it's very obvious I have a lie. And I'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, it's important to sometimes know exactly what type of OI you have. Um, that way, God forbid, in the future, things get a little rocky. Uh, they'll know how to, you know, navigate on what to do. 
So, when I was diagnosed, it was type 2, and now it's probably type 3. And basically, with this bone condition, my bones are very fragile. Again, (laughs) I think I already said that. But yes, my bones are very fragile. I am short. I am like 3 feet 2, 3 feet 3 like three inches I don't know something like that is always different depending on (laughs) how I measured but yeah I am very short um I am unable to walk and stand trust me (laughs) people have asked you know oh have you really tried or you know maybe you should give it a try again trust me I cannot walk or stand because if I do I will most definitely fall and break both of my legs at the same time and and that's just not no (laughs) that's not great I have had so many fractures to the point that my parents and I we lost count some people do with OI do count and know how many fractures they've had but as for me you know, we just never bother to count. Uh, and the reason I'm sharing this, and I know maybe some of you who are listening personally know me and have followed me for a long time, know that I always, in some way or another, take the opportunity to talk about OI. And the reason I do is, is a rare condition, not a lot of people have it it's so rare to the point that when we do talk about it people are kind of like what the heck (laughs) i didn't even know that existed even my parents didn't know that was a thing until i was born even the doctors that were there (laughs) while my mom was giving birth they also didn't know what the heck was wrong with me Uh, to the point that they straight up told my parents I will not live past the age of one years old. So it's pretty, pretty interesting on how things have changed. And another reason why I always tend to always talk about my condition is because for ever, honestly, because I've been diagnosed since birth, I always, in some way or another, felt embarrassed and ashamed. Even though you can obviously tell by just looking at me that, you know, there's something different and unique about me. However, in some way or another, I was embarrassed and ashamed about it. And I think because, you know, not to put no one on blast or anything like that you know that's not my intentions however the people around me growing up when talking about it or when I would fracture or when there was a new challenge that we would come across because my condition is well it doesn't go away Uh, I cannot stop myself from fracturing all the time I can't control my chronic pain I can't control me being short (laughs) you know and 
I know their intentions were not to make me feel ashamed, but, you know, the adults around me, the way they talked about it, um, kind of showed as though there is absolutely wrong. Like, my condition, it's so wrong to the point it causes so much chaos, And, of course, you know, my parents and doctors and teachers, etc., you know, maybe their intentions were not to make me feel ashamed about it. However, you know, when you're a child, you don't really understand the world around you. And on top of that, you have this body that causes you a lot of physical pain. And you don't 100% understand why. And you're out here trying to understand your own body. And then you have adult adults, <laughs> authorities around you stressed out about it. Or getting frustrated with you. And I, I want to say with you, <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Uh, they would get frustrated with me. Uh, so for a very long time, I was embarrassed and ashamed to talk about it. And I hoped that, oh, if I don't talk about it, maybe, (laughs) you know, I'll just blend in. But that's just not, that's not it. You know, I think the more you avoid something, and that's with anything in life, the more you avoid it, the more... (laughs) it's so in your face and you just have to confront it and accept it and there is a difference between growing up with a disability versus having a disability later on in life there is I'm sure a different perspective and of course Anyone with a disability or without a disability, every life experience is different. However, you know, growing up with this rare condition that was very physically painful. um, And I think it's so interesting because people do ask me if there was a cure, will you accept it? Would you give it a go? And I will say this, I'm going to keep it 100% honest, and I will say this in this podcast, I'm going to keep it real. (laughs) And I don't say these things out loud, usually, but I think it's important to share, because I am sure at least one person listening right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. And I hope it helps. So, when I was growing up, yes, 100%, I would take the cure. 100%. Like, I don't care if it's a pill or a shot or I don't know. Like, whatever it is, like, give it to me because I am tired of this body. Like, I'm sick of it. It's not only painful, but it causes so much drama and conflict within my family And I'm tired of going to see the doctors. And I'm tired of teachers not knowing what to do with me. And 
being bullied and all these things that came with it. So I was like, you know what? Yes, yes. Give it to me. Give me the cure. I'm ready. Now, as an adult, as a 27-year-old woman who has accomplished so much, even I'm surprised, (laughs) have accomplished so much, I will say that I don't necessarily want to be cured. Now, are there days where I'm like, dang, (laughs) you know, if I wasn't in pain right now, or if I wasn't dealing with a fracture, or if my chair would to cooperate with me, because those of you who have a power chair can relate, that when your chair is messed up, that is your freedom. That is your independence. And when your chair messes up, well, it just messes up your whole day and your whole schedule. And you can't move and you depend more on other people to help you out. So during those moments, yes, I'm like, dang, (laughs) you know, things will be better if I didn't have a lie. However, I cannot say also that who knows if my life would be better without a lie you know I don't know what it's like to live other than myself and also the experiences I've had that relates to my disability and relates to being first generation college student and experiencing um, immigrant parents and experiencing you know all these things that I grew up with and that has sculpted me into the person into the woman that I am today you know I just wouldn't be me if I didn't have those experiences so yes to to keep it real there has been moments where I do get frustrated and my anxiety and depression does get the best of me sometimes and I do get frustrated and that's okay And that's another thing that I want to make clear, that it is okay to be frustrated and to have sad moments. It's okay. What's not okay is to self-pity for a long, long period of time to the point that you don't take action. Of course, there are things that we cannot control. You know, you cannot control on how people treat you all the time. You you can't control that. You can't control if you get sick. You can't control how you were born, if you were born without arms, if you were born blind or whatever. There's some things that you just cannot control. What matters is, okay, so what are you going to do about it? And it's okay to have moments of frustration. However... Try to use that as a way to motivate you and to understand that you're not the only one experiencing what you're experiencing. And that's what's so dope about this world is sometimes we can feel so alone. And I'm like, dang, am I the only one experiencing this? Am I the only one feeling so alone 
in an ocean of 7 billion plus people, that's totally normal to feel. It's, it's, it's a normal feeling. But I guarantee you there is someone out there that knows exactly what you're feeling. And it's not necessarily a battle of who has it worse. And that's another thing that I want to emphasize in this podcast is it's not a competition of who's more disabled than the other. That happens a lot in the disability community of who is more privileged. And and yes, there are privileges, you know, if you are white, Caucasian, if you had access to certain resources that given you opportunities to be able to get an education or to get that accessible vehicle or whatever it is. You know, there are privileges. However, this podcast is not necessarily to be like, dang, my life sucks and how come other people have it better than me? This podcast is more so about, okay, this is my life. These are my experiences. Let's talk about it. And let's understand where each other is coming from. And I think there's beauty in that. It's beautiful. I I just love listening to people's lives. To the point that sometimes it's fun to listen to older people. Um, I'm 27 years old and I have a friend that she's in her 60s. And it's just fascinating to me when I listen to her about her experiences when she was in her 20s. And I'm like, wow, a lot has changed. And also, not everyone's the same. And I just find it fascinating hearing other people's stories. And I will be having guests in the future. I would love to bring in other women from different backgrounds and ask them questions about their womanhood and just their experiences and and, and what are their views and thoughts on certain topics about sex and the LGBTQ plus community and relationships and just anything. That's something that I am looking forward to and I hope you are too. That is (laughs) a long intro, I know. Um, And again, thank you for listening. If you are still listening and enjoying this episode, I greatly appreciate it. And I would love to hear your feedback. You can either hit me up on Instagram at Mela, M-E-L-A underscore the T-H-E underscore great G-R-E-A-T so it's at Mela underscore the underscore great on Instagram. I would really appreciate hearing your feedback and yeah so (laughs) I hope you um, can give me your input Now, the audio, I will say, it's not the greatest right now, but I will be working on that, and I hope the audio is is bearable. 
and you are able to enjoy this podcast, you know, and if you are driving, please be safe. If you're listening to this while you're driving, please be safe. Um, Keep your eyes on the road, you know, stay focused, but I hope this gives you, you know, a, a nice time to just think about other things. Let's see. So going back to, you know, for you to get to know me as like, who is this woman out here just talking away? Um, So yeah, I was raised by Mexican immigrants. I am 27 years old. I am the only one in my family that we know of with a disability. And now you're wondering as to why I even started making a podcast and to see where it goes. The topics that I'm very passionate about is disability, (laughs) obviously, um, from my experience of, I used to be embarrassed about even talking about it, even though people would point it out and ask questions, I would kind of be like, "Mm," you know, kind of. (laughs) <laughs> stirred the conversation in a different direction. Um, but now I am ready. I am ready to talk about it. I am so excited and passionate to talk about it because this world was not made for disabled folks. It's just not. And even though we have came a long, long way, and this is from my perspective in America, I'm not 100% sure in different parts of the world. So if you are listening in, in Brazil or you're listening in France or if you're listening in um, Korea, wherever you are at, I would also love to know um, what it's like um, having a disability in those countries and those cultures. I would really appreciate you sharing. Um, I would love to know what's it like so going back to you know the disability community has opened doors so much of of accessibility and acceptance in society um you know with the americans with disability act and if you want to learn more i really really recommend if you have Netflix, you know, if you don't have Netflix, well, you can either get the free trial or, you know, low-key ask a friend <laughs> if you can borrow the password and account because this documentary is totally wor- worth watching, even if you don't have a disability. And I hope, again, all kinds of people listen to this podcast because I, I think it would be also dope if you don't have a disability and you are willing to learn about the disability community and how you can be a better ally because I get asked that a lot of like okay I don't have a disability how can I be a better ally and I will talk about that in later episodes but um you can start with watching the documentary called Crip Camp on Netflix I'm sure you can probably find it in other movie streaming apps and stuff um, I'm not 100% sure, don't quote me on that, but, yeah, it's just a really dope documentary about 
um, during civil rights movements and how it wasn't just about race, you know, um, but it was also about the disability community. And it's just so fascinating um, to learn about because I don't know about y'all, but growing up in American history, I never once heard about the disability community. You know, you hear a little bit, you know, about women's rights and you hear a little bit about African American history and heck, they don't even teach that correctly. You know, all they give you is the whitewashed, you know, under the table BS of oh, okay, well, you know, slavery happened, and then this and this and that, and and then here comes Martin Luther King, and, you know, Rosa Parks, and all this and this and that, and then the end, it's like, there's more to it. Like, where's the other information about amazing, incredible African-American activists and inventors and all these dope, things part of history that created America like there's so many missing pieces that were not taught in American public schools and so (laughs) even just disability history in itself I mean gosh I didn't hear about it I didn't even know much about the ADA until I got to college I I did hear a little bit about it. I was like, okay, you know, here and there, but not the full story and all the details and and what it took to, and and how much it took to get to where we are now. Um, So I highly recommend (laughs) watching that documentary. Again, it's called Crip Camp. Uh, I'm not sponsored in any way. Trust me, (laughs) I don't have any sponsorships right now and I'm not getting paid for this this is really coming from passion and as a hobby and I hope y'all stick around uh, because you know I'm, I'm having fun doing this and I hope you enjoy it too and of course during this whole quarantine and terrible terrible crisis that we're going through um, I hope this gives you you know something fun to listen to and and to learn because I am having a great time talking with y'all so I highly recommend watching it watch it with a friend and then talk about it Uh, even myself I have a disability and there was so much in that documentary that I didn't even know about it I'm like dang like I should know this (laughs) these are my people and thanks to them, you know, I've had access to so much that I wouldn't have if they wouldn't have protested and advocated and went through so much just foolishness <laughs> and stubbornness from politicians and and everything. So I I am just forever grateful and it's an honor to be part of this community because it's pretty dope. We are we are some dope ass people. And 
and those of you who don't have a disability, you know, y'all are welcome. And I'm sure, you know, just knowing more, I think that brings us t- being together. Because I have spoken to people who didn't have a disability and were later on diagnosed with one either from an illness or an accident excuse me and you're like dang it's a whole new world like I didn't know how unaccessible a lot of things are like things are just not inaccessible um and it's a huge wake-up call and it's sad uh, to go from not having a disability that things are, you know, okay, you are able to access any building, access any, you know, place and and have these opportunities and all these things. But then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, <laughs> it's a whole new world um, having a disability. And that to me is just very fascinating because... It shouldn't take someone to have a disability to understand. And of course, for example, I will never understand someone who is African American because I'm not African American. I will never understand what's it like to be an African American in this country. I will never understand what it's like to not know English. And navigate in this country. I will never 100% understand what it's like to be a man. However, I can learn and, and take the time to listen. To understand where people are coming from and their perspective of like, dang, like, wow, that's what you go through. Tell me more. So I can be a better ally. So I can better understand of like oh those were not your intentions like okay i i understand you know same with you know even though i'm part of the lgbtq plus community as a bisexual woman i won't know 100 percent what it's like to be a gay man or to be transgender i can educate myself and learn and be cautious on my actions and the words that I use. However, I will not 100% know. And I think what's so dope is to listen to one another so we can be each other's ally. Here's the same as, you know, those who are white and say, dang, like, how can I be a better ally for... Mexican immigrants, or how can I be a better ally for the African-American community? Like, how? And I think the best way to do so is to just pause and forget about, you know, what you have known and, and, and be willing to listen and believe that the experiences that people are telling you it's true you know and and that's a that's that's hard because there's been situations where i tell people who don't have a disability 
you know, I explained to them that <laughs> you would not believe how many popular establishments, buildings, events are not accessible. And people are always shocked. They're like, wow, like how? How is it possible in 2020 that, you know, there isn't American Sign Language interpreters at every concert? Like, what do you mean? Or what do you mean, you know, there's not always wheelchair accessible entrances at these popular events or buildings, etc. Like, what? And I guess it's because, you know, they don't need to worry about those things. They don't have to worry about accessibility. So they live life of like, oh, well, since I don't need it or I don't depend on it, that means, you know, no one else needs it. And we shouldn't wait until something happens to us to understand. And again, you know, just by listening and educating yourself, you won't 100% know what it feels like. However, you can learn and believe people's experiences. Just the same as when people who are white and say that racism doesn't exist anymore because, you know, it's not the same. We are in different times. However, unfortunately, racism still exists. And maybe because you don't experience it firsthand doesn't mean it does not exist. So, just the same with disability is don't wait until, you know, you have a disability yourself or you have a child with a disability or you have a family member with a disability to understand, you know. And I think it also makes the world a better place of understanding each other's, you know, perspectives. Same with religion. There's a lot of misconceptions about Muslim and there's a lot of misconception about you know just all these things that you hear in the news or in the media or these myths that are not true um and just taking the time of like dang this is this is something that I've been avoiding it's been in my face and these people experience but just because I don't go through it doesn't mean other people are not going through it. So I hope that makes sense because <laughs> I know I went through a whole tangent. But um, yeah, this podcast is about that, is listening to one another and having a safe space conversation. And it's going to be times where you might not agree with 100% what I say. And that's okay. And same with, you know, when I have future guests, maybe they will say things that I don't 100% agree with or I don't experience. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to be like, oh, okay, well, see, just because I don't experience that, that, that means I shouldn't respect it. No, we should respect each other. And that is what this podcast is about.
we will be talking about LGBTQ plus and being disabled and racism and cultures and all these like just conversations that are sometimes iffy to talk about at the dinner table on Thanksgiving (laughs) that can maybe you know cause a little drama and conflict but again this is a safe space for us to just have a chat and be friends because I don't know about you but I want to be your friend and I want you to join me in this journey of talking about things that I have always been ashamed or embarrassed to talk about and I don't know if you missed it or not but yes I am bisexual and I don't say it out loud as much because I'm still learning to accept that part of myself and a lot of people in my life still don't know that I am because I've been ashamed and embarrassed to and been in denial to say it and even saying it out loud sometimes I cringe a little bit but that's okay because my experience is valid not everyone can just proudly come out of the closet and and have a safe space to do so and say yes I am gay or yes I am trans or yes I am pansexual whatever it is not everyone have had the opportunity to do so and I think this podcast is going to also help me I mean, not just helping others, and I hope this does help you learn to accept yourself. But me saying things out loud and practicing it and being comfortable of saying certain words and and having certain conversations that I've been avoiding my whole life, it's going to help me too. take ownership and just own it and be like, yeah, heck yeah. I'm disabled. Heck yeah. I am a woman. Heck yeah. I'm bisexual. Heck yeah. Have I always struggled with English because it was not my first language? Like, there are these things that I have have always been embarrassed and ashamed of. And this podcast is going to give me like kind of like a little exercise of saying things and taking ownership and I hope this helps you too of taking ownership of who you are and that your experiences are valid that every one of us is unique and we might have same traits and values and etc but At the end of the day, when you go to bed, you should be proud of who you are and be excited for the next day to go into the world and say, yep, this is me. Because as cheesy as it sounds, you have to live with yourself every single day. You can't run away from yourself. You can't. (laughs) So... Learn to love yourself and take ownership and 
yeah, I hope this podcast gives us the opportunity to take ownership and to share our life stories because everyone's unique and if the world was the same, well then darn it, it would be just boring, right? Same with podcasts. There's so many podcasts out there now and you have took the time to listen to this almost an hour episode. First episode. This is my first time, (laughs) you know, recording this. And it's a one take. So, of course, I'm going to get better at editing, but I don't even know if I'm going to end up posting this. I will have to listen to it and see if the audio is good or not. Um, And I have to learn to edit. But, hey, I'm learning and I'm giving this a go because I've been wanting to do a podcast for over a year. And I used to do YouTube videos back in the day, like maybe 10 years ago. Um, I used to make YouTube videos and I just stopped. I got so caught up with life and things that I just forgot about myself and I stopped making myself a priority. And I want you to do me a favor. Before we end and wrap up this episode, this first episode, and and again, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I really appreciate you, and and I hope you come back because I look forward to listening to all of you all um, feedback. But I want you to do me a favor after listening to this episode. Is what is something about you that you have been running away from? Is it your sexuality? Is it your body? Is it your religion? Whatever it is, I want you to take a look at it yourself. And I'm not just saying, you know, look at yourself in the mirror. You can if you want, um, because you should. You should love looking at yourself in the mirror, um, because I'm sure you are good looking. (laughs) I want you to face something about yourself that you have been running away from and write it down. Write down why you have been ashamed of that part of you. That makes you. Whatever it is, write it down. If you would like to share, um, please do so. And maybe I will talk about it in the next episode. And if you want, I won't shout you out. You can be anonymous. Um, And we can just have a conversation of what is something that you've been ashamed about yourself and why? Where does it come from? Is it because of your upbringing? Is it because of an ex that made you ashamed? Whatever it is, let me know. If you would like to share, no pressure, but at least do it for yourself. Of what is something that you're running away from? Because that is why I am in motivating myself of talking about things that I've been running away from. Because it's sooner or later, you just have to face it and accept it. 
because you're you. And of course, you're always room for improvement, you know. However, just taking ownership and responsibility of like, okay, this is me. And what can I do with this? So, do it. Just go ahead and give it a go. And if you would like to share, I would love to hear it with no judgment. And if you want me to share it in the next episode, I will do so. And if you want to stay anonymous, just let me know. So yeah, that's it for this first episode. Thank you all so, so much. I cannot say enough thank yous of you listening through the whole episode um, when there's so many podcasts out there that you can listen to or other things that you can be doing during your quarantine time that you have took the time out of your day or night to listen. And I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you had a good time. And... I look forward to listening to you all and you being honest. And again, we're going to be honest here, okay? Let's be honest because I plan to be honest too and give y'all my honest, authentic self. We'll keep it real. So, thank you all for listening. I still don't know what's the name of this podcast. (laughs) I'll keep it real. I'm just winging it. (laughs) recording it as a one take so um but i'm sure after recording this i will have the name of the podcast so thank you for listening please take good care of yourself love yourself be nice to yourself because you have a purpose and you are important and you're valid And sometimes we're going to mess up, and that's okay. Because every hour, every day, is a chance to be a better version of ourselves. And sometimes your smile can make someone's day. Take good care. I'll see y'all on the next episode. (laughs) 